0: चरण सरोज रज निज मनु मुकर सुधारि बरनौं रघुबर बिमल Sumiro जो हरहु क्लेश बेकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीस तिहु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल धामा अंजनी पुत्र पवन सुत नाम महाबीर बिक्रम बजरंगी Kumatinivari sumatike sungi, Kanchanabarana biraja subesa, Kanan kundal kun chit keisha, Athabatra or tvaja biraje, Kan de mojjane Saji, Sankara suvana ke serenandan, Tej त्यावान गोड़ी अति चातुर राम काज करीबे को आतुर प्रभु चरेत्र सुनी बेको रसिया, राम लखन सीता मन बसिया, सुक्ष्म रूप धरी सियही दिखावा, बिकट रूप धरी लंक जरावा, भीम रूप धरी असुर समहारे, राम चंद्र के काच सवारे, लाइस जीवन। लखदजी आए श्री रघुबीर हरशी और लाए रघुपति की नींहीं बहुत बढ़ाए तो प्रिय भारता ही सब भाई साहस बढ़ाने तो बरोजा गावे अस ही श्री पति का ढ़ लगावे सदकादिक भ्रबादी बुद्धि दार्द सा, सार्द सहित अहिसा जब कुबेर दिग्पाल जाहते कभी कोबिद कहीं सके कहते ते उपकार बुपकार सुग्रीव वही की ना राब मेलाय राज पत दीना तो भरो मत्र भी भीषण श्वर भाई सब जग जाना जोग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलिउताहि मधुर फल जानु प्रभु बोत्रिका बेली मुख बाही जलधि लागि गए अचरज नाहि दुर्गाब काज जगत के जेते सुगब अनुग्रह तो भरे तेते राव दुवारे तुम, तुम रखवारे होत न आज्ञा मिनु पैसारे, सब सुक लहे, तुम्हारी शरणा, तुम्ह रक्षक काहों को डरना, आपन तेज सभारों आपे, दो लोक हाक ते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे, महाबीर जब नाव सुनावे, नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा, जपत tera tar halobat bira sakat te har bar chudaave bad kar bacan dhyad jo laave sapar rab tapas bira ja ted ke kaaj sakal tub saaja aur अमित जीवन फल पावे चारों जुग पर ताप तुभारा है पर सिद्ध सग जगत उजियारा साधु सत्ते के तो बरखवारी असुर निकाद नराब दुलारी अष्ट से तिड़ा वनिधि के दाता अस्बर दीद जाद की बाता राबरसायन तो पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तो भजन राम को पावे जदा जदा के दुख बिसरावे अंत काल रघु वर पुरजाई जहाँ चंद बहरी भक्त कहाँ और देवता चित्त धरहि हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही, संकट कटे पिटे सब पीरा जो सुबिरे हनुमत बल बीरा जय 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 हनुमान गुसाई कृपा करहु गुरु देव की दाई जो सत बार पाठ करे कोई ही बधि बहा सुख होई जो यह पढ़े हलुबान चाली सा, होई सिद्ध सा की तुलसीदास सा, तुलसी दास सदा हरी छेरा, कीजे नात रिदै बहडेरा, कीजे नात रिदै बहडेरा, पवत दे सगट हरण, Bagalaburati roop Rab lakhan si ta sahita Radai baso surbhoop siyavar Rab chandra ki chai Pavan sut hanuman ki jai Ubapati bahadev ki jai Jai Shri Ram, Jai Shri Krishna, Jai Hanuman. So in the previous verse, Shri Krishna told us that we are grieving about something that should not be grieved about. Whoever has gone and whoever is still alive, they are not worth grieving for. Shook, dahi karna Pandit, the knowledgeable people, know this truth. And they do not grieve about anything which is happening in the world. About the people who are dead or the people who are alive who grieves the ones who are deluded, ignorant people who do not know how the universe operates. Or probably by choice, they choose to revel in māmta, kāmda, priyata and āhankār. They choose to revel in material desires, affection, And favoritism and the last and the most important is attachment. So this was a direct answer actually. From Krishna's point of view, if we actually read Gita verse by verse, we realize that it is a complete verse in itself. Even the following verse, verse number 12, these two lines... If the verse are just complete, there is nothing more to be explained. However, why do the scriptures explain at great depth? Is because it is very difficult for us to accept. We know somewhere that this is the truth, but we do not want to accept it. Now over here in verse number twelve, Krishna is clearly telling us. Na twe vaham cha tu na sam, na twam nee me janadi na sarve vayamata param. He's saying, Na vaham cha tu na sam, na twam na chay vada bhavishyamah if we translate it word by word it says kisi kal mein mai or tha aur tu tatha ye raja log nahi the yah baat bhi nahi hai that at some point in time in the past Right? In the previous birth. It is not like I was not there. Or you were not there. Or these kings were not there. They were there. Then he says, baat bhi iske Main, tu, aur raja log, sabhi nahi rahenge. And in the future, in the following births, it is not true that you, me, and the kings will not remain. They will still be there. So basically, he's saying in the past, everybody existed. In the future, everybody will still be there. In the present, we acknowledge that we are there, right? That is why Shri Krishna is not emphasizing on the present. On this birth we say yes, yes, I am there. But the notion of I am there even in this birth is pretty confused. If I may say so. Because we say we are there because our body is there. The body of our near and near ones are here. So from the Deha Mundi, just by looking at the body we say yes, we are. And that is the premise, that is the cause of all the confusion. The body, as we realized in the previous verse, is not me. My mind is not me, my thought is not me. The sharir is not me. Who am I? I am the shariri, the witness who lives in the body. Right? But, as we again understood in the previous verse, That our association with the body becomes so strong, our conditioning becomes so strong that we feel we are the body. And body related relations and material possessions become what we think our own possessions, our own relations. They are the relations and the possessions of the body. They are not the relations and the possessions of me, the witness, the shariri. So over here, Krishna is saying one more thing. Previously, in the previous births, or before you were born as this body, before I was born as this body, before the kings were born as this body, who says that they were not there? They were there, you were there, I was there, they were there. And now after losing this body, right? That is the whole lamentation, isn't it? Arjuna is weeping and whining because he is afraid that he is going to kill his near and dear ones. But now Krishna is saying, what makes you think that after this birth, when this particular body is not there, they will still be there. You are there, I will also still be there. After this body is dropped. So, what is Sri Krishna emphasizing on? He is emphasizing on the eternal nature of our existence. Our existence, as in me, the shariri, me, the one who lives in the body. Right? And he is also, at the same time, emphasizing on the temporary nature. Of the body, the temporary nature of the body. The energy, the soul, the witness, the one who lives in the body does not change. However, this body changes and is always changing, and one to the other it dies a thousand times. Even when we feel that it is alive. We change from when the childhood dies, adulthood comes. When adulthood dies, Jaravasta, that is old age comes. So so and, and so forth. Every year the previous person that one was dies, and a new older person comes. Our cells are always dying and being reformed. In fact, We change, our previous thought process process dies, a new thought process comes in place, our previous experiences are forgotten, new experiences are taking place, our previous relations are many times left behind, new relations are being formed. So this constant change that the body goes through is kind of a death only. The old has to die to make space for the new. But what is it that does not change? That is what Sri Krishna is talking about. He is talking about that soul, that energy which is eternal. We were there, we are there, we will remain there with or without this body. But our conditioning is so strong that it is very, very difficult to break it. Now let's understand the philosophy of reincarnation. Our scriptures firmly firmly believe in reincarnation. Not only this, if we read the other texts of other religions (coughs) closely, whether they accept it or not, there is a mention of reincarnation too. In fact, when we look around, you can go to the YouTube or you can read articles, there will be a lot of people who have talked about what they were in their previous births, where they lived, children who would go and show the place where their previous parents lived. So it is not something which is not true. There is proof now There is mention in our scriptures and so reincarnation, rebirth is a normal phenomena which most of us accept. Yes, I won't say that all of you deny or I deny it. We all know, we all accept it. Now, not only this, reincarnation can happen in various yonis. Today, I'm a human, tomorrow, based on my karma, based on my vasnas, based on my sanskars, based on the situation which is conducive for me, I could be born as an animal, a bird, a fish, or a human in a different society, different country, different religion. You never do. So from one birth to another birth, there is no surety... Of what we will be born as. We could be born as a dev also. Right? look. It is complex. Yet very simple. Complex because... We... Get a little scared of this. See, there was a king called Raja Bharat. And in our scriptures, it was very normal... For the richest and the poorest alike to give up whatever they possessed, their family, friends, everything, and go on to Vanaprest Ashram, or Sanyas Ashram, Because later years when everything, all their responsibilities had been fulfilled, they would leave. So again, Raja Bharat was a pa- very pious soul and he ruled like a father. Once his son was ready to take over the kingdom from him, Raja Bharat decided to leave. And it did not take him too much time. In a minute, not less than a minute, he left everything from the heart. It is not the superficial leaving of things. From the heart, his wealth, his riches, his family, his wife, his children, friends, everything, relations. With just like dropping of a thing from the hand and when you never think about it again. And he walked away. A king of the entire world walked away, dressed in tattered clothes, bent next to a river and made a hut and started living there, practicing or getting ready for the sannyas ashram from the varas ashram. So in his hut, he would sit, he would spend a lot of time in sadhla. However, once while he was sitting and he was very close to liberation, he heard a loud roar and what did he see? A doe was being chased by a lion. The doe was expecting a baby. And to save herself, she jumped from one bank to another bank. In the process, the baby got delivered and the baby fell in the river, the fawn. Now, the mother, as soon as she reached the other side, passed away because of the fatigue and, a, and anxiety and the fear. lion was going to get hold of the fawn, but Rajabharan jumped into the river and saved the fawn. And he started raising the fawn like his own. Fawn grew up. But there was one more thing that grew. It was attachment for the fawn. This king who was able to leave everything without an iota of hesitation. He just left because he was preparing all his life to detach from the world and attach to the Lord. It takes preparation. Tapas, penance, practice. He did, but look, at Maya. Again, he got so attached to the Ford he forgot all about his sandha. He would worry whether the Ford has eaten or not. Whether he had, uh, he would come back from the jungle safe. There are lions who could attack him. So many things would wander in his mind, and it just so happened that when Raja Bharat was about to leave his mortal body, about to die. The fawn was standing next to Raja Bharat and licking him. And all Bharat could think about was the fawn and who will take care of him. How will he live without him? So much of attachment that no other thought came near his mind and he passed away to be born as a deer in his next birth. But because of his tapasya and sadhana, he still had the memories of his previous birth. Now this birth... He realized what a blunder, what attachment can do. So in spite of being a deer, he would maintain a distance. He would not come close to anybody who would hide himself. He would listen to the sages and eat what they were eating so that maybe he would be able to get a human birth again. See, human birth is rare and he missed a golden opportunity. He was literally kicking himself for this. By God's grace and his one-pointed focus, he was reborn in a Brahmin gul. Again, he remembered what had happened in the previous birth. He was a deer and the birth before where he was a king. Now He was so petrified that he did not want to make this error again. He realized how maya is pretty powerful. No matter how elevated you are, the clutches of maya can hold on to you anytime, catch hold of you anytime. So this time again, he decided to behave like a dimwit. He was a well-built, nice fellow. And as he was growing also, he would act silly. He would not open his mouth, not a word uttered the entire time. And he would just lie around like a fool. So his father and mother really got buried, but they would tend to him and take care of him. But afterwards, his brothers and his sister-in-law's did not look after him well. Sometimes they would give him food, sometimes they would not. They would rebuke him, shout at him, everything. But he would not open his mouth. If given, a, given something to eat, he would eat. If not, he would not. If let into the house, he'll sleep inside. Otherwise, outside. And finally, he left. He left. In the jungles, this Jada Bharat, as they knew him, was caught hold by the coins. And they wanted to sacrifice him to Maakali. But Mahakali realized how elevated he was, and she took a form and ate away all the monsters and let Jarbharat go. And Jarbarat was lost in his own thoughts. He was not anxious when the dacoits caught him, nor was he elated to see Ma Kali also. He was just quiet. If they would have sacrificed him, he had no intentions to retaliate. He was quiet. If they Now that they let him go and Makali had saved him, there were no expressions whatsoever. He went about as if nothing had happened. In the meantime, the king's soldiers saw him and they asked him to carry a palki, where the king was supposed to sit, King Rahugana. Again he carried a palki. Now he was so cautious because he could see his previous births as to how closely he was, close he was to liberation, and he lost it all. He did not even want to harm a single ant. He would jump from one part to another. Now this nicely built person, who's carrying a palki, is jumping from one part to another. This king got so many jerks, that he shouted, and he said, can you please stop? Otherwise I'll punish you. And at this Chada Bharat finally opened his silence. He said, who will you perish? Who am I and who are you? This, this land, the mud on the land, the mud that this body is made of, the mud that this palki is made of, or the mud that you are made of. It is all the same. It is just a matter of time, okay, that you are on the palki and I am carrying it. This reversal can happen any time. Who are you going to punish? When he uttered such words of wisdom, Rahugan realized that this was an elated soul, an elevated soul, and he fell flat. Why have I narrated this story? Is to tell you that rebirth, reincarnation, is a very natural phenomenon. It is. There is no debating about it. When we talk about Bhishma also, Bhishma said, I have gone back, some say 79, some say 99, number does not matter. But he went back so many lives and he asked Krishna, he said, Krishna, all through my life, I have not harmed anybody. Why such a death and why such a horrible life? So Krishna said, why don't you go back one more birth? And what did he see? He Had pierced an ant by mistake while doing something, and hence he had to die after 179 births with this kind of a death where he was pierced by arrows. Again, that is karma. There is a beautiful, another beautiful story that comes to my mind. I think it is Raja Chitraketu, if I'm not mistaken. He did not have any children. And finally, one of his queens conceived and they had a baby. Now, But naturally, he would spend a lot more time with the baby and this particular queen. And it caused a lot of jealousy among the other queens. Now the other queens got upset and what they decided is to poison this child. They poisoned this child and this child died. So when the mother came to carry the child, she realized that the child was cold and there was foam, froth coming out of his mouth. She shouted. And the king also came and he realized that his boy had gone. He lamented and lamented and lamented. He cried and wept and cried and wept. And in those days, the sages were an integral part of your family life. So the sage came and the king said, You have to bring back my son. I cannot live without him. I want my son right now. Please, you have the power. You have the tapasya. You were the one who made this child happen. It was your boon. Please, I can't live without him. My life is meaningless without him. There is no reason for my existence without him. He is the cause of all my happiness and joy. I just want my son back. Now the sage deterred him, saying, No, it's not right. It's not possible. The soul has moved on. However, the king did not understand. And finally, the sage gave in and he said, Tathastu, If that is what you want, here. So he pulled the soul back into the boy. And the boy woke up. right Little baby woke up, sat down, looked around in a confused state. He looked around. He looked here. He looked there. He said, what am I doing here? W- what happened? The king carried the child and started hugging him. He was so. He said, My baby, you're back. I'm your father. See, I'm here. I was waiting and he cried. There were tears of joy. The mother was crying. The queen was crying. Tears of joy there also. When the child opened his mouth and he said, Who are you? Just imagine, it had not been long before he left. Who are you? he asked the king. Who are you? he asked the queen. Where am I? Now the king said, What has happened to you? I am your father. I am the king. I am your father. This is your mother. You really love us. We got you back somehow. At the time, this child asked again, In which birth were you my mother? In which birth were you my father? I have taken multiple births in various species. That is Yoni's various species. I have had multiple parents. So in which birth were you, my parents? I do not remember. Kindly let me go. I have a journey which has to be fulfilled. Let me go. And you also don't weep. This is life and this is death. Souls are just going from one birth to another. They have their own personal upliftment. That is needed. That's why they are taking different, different birds. There should not be any attachment. You should not weep. You should not cry. Leave this. And I also don't remember you. Kindly let me go on my journey. We are not bound by each other, O king. When this little boy said this, his soul basically, because he was confused to be in this body, he did not even know whose body he had entered. The king looked at the sage and said, okay, let the soul go. And after that, there was a vairagya in him, total vairagya. And it is said, of course, he after that, he left the worldly things, he went and did a lot of tapasya, got liberated. But again, the bottom line is births and births and births, rebirths and rebirths and rebirths. Different different bodies, different different species, different different relations, different different people, different different parents. The soul said "There is no cause for attachment. Do we cry and weep and lose our mental balance if a passenger sitting next to us deboards the train? No, we know that it was a journey. We all boarded the train to go somewhere. He has reached his destination, so so he's leaving. And there are times when we don't even talk to the passenger who's next to us. But there are times when we become good friends. We enjoy the journey together, but we do not weep and cry and pull and act crazy when the passenger is deboarding. If we do that, we would be put in a mental asylum directly. <laughs> then why do we weep and cry Why do we get attached in this life, which is just a journey? Our family, friends, relatives are just passengers in this train. Everybody has their own destination. And when the time comes, the one who has to deboard will deboard. To go on in another journey. To go on, on a path which is designed specially for Him to reach that divine Lord. We are all passengers in the train of life. What's the use of grieving? Just dig deeper, deeper, as deep as possible. Before the passenger boarded the train, he existed. After he deboards, he exists. Currently, also, he exists. Then, where is the need to grieve? Do you know the need to grieve is not because of deboarding. We grieve because of our attachments to the body. If we had loved, we would not grieve. Why is it difficult to accept that the individual still exists? Because we identify with the other individual, be it my son, my daughter, my husband, my parents. Thinking that that body is them, we grieve because we think where the body goes, they also go. But is that the case? No, that's what Sri Krishna says. They were there, I was there, you were there. They will be there, you will be there, I will be there. We are all eternal entities. We are all eternal in our nature. The body dies. The body perishes. But the soul remains. What is the need to weep? What is the need to cry? What is the need to lament? Tell me, O Arjuna. Tell me, O Arjuna. And the same question is being asked to all of us by Krishna. There is a beautiful example that Akhanda Raji gives. Suppose somebody asks you the location, whether it is north, south, east, west, northeast, north, south, up, down. How will you say what is the location? We will say, okay, it is left to the pole, right to the pole, below the pole, above the pole. So we'll take a benchmark. But in reality, there is no left, no right. For some it is left, for some it is right. For me it is left, for you it is right. So there is no left, right, up, down, north, south, nothing. Because of the benchmark, we feel that there is in the same way there is no demise but because we take this body to be real we feel that the person dies when the body dies I know it is very 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 difficult to accept it but this is the fact why is it why is it that we are unable to accept the simple fact. The reason is because there are vrittis in us. What are vrittis? Vrittis is the content of our consciousness. It is like the waves, the constant waves, the thoughts, the disturbances. When we look at the ocean, deep below, it is calm and quiet, right? But when we look at look above, what do we see? We see waves and ripples and motion, these waves and disturbances cover the calmness they cover the otherwise calm self that we are, the otherwise calm mind that we have and why do we really don't want to accept? because I will not say that we do not believe. I have a feeling that we all believe. And reincarnation—that we are born and born and born and born and born again. We were, will be born again. Even if you don't believe, it is all right. Why is it that this belief is not firm, or this belief is not established, or we do not believe, if you want me to say that? Because our vritis are outward bound. Our vritis are not inward bound. They are not book they are bahirbuk. Why? We look at the world outside. Our world is all outside. We are always holding on to things which are transient in nature, in the process, the permanent and the eternal, things that He is perishable and transient, just like the things He is attached to. The minute we bring these vittis inwards, we start introspecting and going deeper within, we will realize that these vrittis, this commotion is only superficial in nature. Inside we are calm and quiet. There are five types of vrittis. Let's expand a bit. Praman, Vipraya, Vipraya, nikalp, Nidra and Smriti. That means correct knowledge. Vipraya means incorrect knowledge. Second, imagination. vikalp. Nidra, sleep. Memory, smriti. There are five types of vrittis. And the last four types, the incorrect knowledge, imagination, sleep and memories are the ones which create the most havoc, the most ripples. If we have vritti with correct knowledge, the thought is correct, formed with correct knowledge, it is only going to help us go inwards and look for more correct knowledge. However, if we feed it with incorrect knowledge, it will fuel ignorance, it will fuel this turmoil in our mind, it will fuel our outward bound nature. And imagination and fantasies, again they are not real. We wish they were, they are not. The reality is very different. And we all know it. What is the reality? We somehow know, subconsciously. There is not one person I think who does not know. But these vrittis are fueled, you know, like the thoughts, waves are fueled by our imagination, by incorrect knowledge. And slumber and memories, Smriti, previous memories, all together they create a very strong conditioning which does not want to believe in the truth, Prabhad. What is Prabhad? Our scriptures are Prabhad, our inner voice which knows is Prabhad. to work very hard to control these vrittis or to mellow down the turbulence or to recondition or uncondition our mind a lot of effort is needed, Vairagya, conscious vairagya, conscious penance, practice again and again we have to pull our vrittis inwards and just imagine suppose a piece of cloth falls on a very thorny bush very thorny bush and you want to peel it out you want to take that cloth back suppose you just pull the cloth what will happen the cloth will get torn right suppose it's a very prickly thorny bush so how will you remove the th- uh, prickly how will you remove the cloth from this prickly thorny bush slowly with both your hands meticulously re very, very gently, one by one, one by one, one by one. You'll remove the thorns, pick up the cloth and remove it from the bush. This is what is the process. One by one we'll have to remove each and every thorn of negative riti. We have to, with the help of Pramad, we have to remove all the other incorrect knowledge, imagination, everything, memory, everything of this. How? Develop Vairagya. What is Vairagya? Try and keep a distance. See, there is desire and our inclination towards people. It is a never-ending thing. The more you mingle, the more you want to buy, the more you have. It is like adding fuel the more you will want there is not it is like a it is like a tunnel which has no end so consciously we have to detach we have to we have to remove ourselves from this world just like we remove the cloth from the thorny bush one one thorn at a time one thorn at a time constant effort consistent practice and it will happen what are the things needed First of all, prayatna. We do not even want to make this effort, do we? The effort of changing our vrittis from Bahirbuk to antar From outward bound to inward bound. We don't want to do it. That is the biggest hindrance where we don't want to. The day we want to, we'll have to just meticulously walk towards it. Every day, right execution daily. Right execution every minute. Right execution every second. From morning to evening, being alert, ajat and in an awareness. Vrittiyo ko sahi karte jao pramad ke saath. prabhad ka lo, And then we will be able to free ourselves from the clutches. But, prathna, prattha. Pratiksha. The three P's breath, the the pratiksha. And then determination, dedication, discipline, and consistent effort. Consistency is very important. Consistency and action leads to success. If a person is digging various holes, will the person be able to get oil or water, whichever is there in the core? No. The effort is definitely there. five, 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 five 5, in various places. But a person who digs that five, 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 okay, 20 kilometers, 30 kilometers, in that same place, consistently, in the same direction, down, 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 down. Eventually, he will get to what he wants. <coughs> there is no doubt about it. But effort to kada padega. And these vrittis lead to klesh. What Arjun is going through right now is immense klesh. What is klesh? Pain, agony. What is the cause of these clashes? They say there are panchiklish. And the cause of various clash. There are five types of causes of the clash. Agony. Panchiklish. First is avidya. Ignorance. We do not know. Just ignorance, right? Shri Krishna bol rahe. you are talking like a pundit, but you are an ignorant fellow. Because a pundit does not grieve over such things. The Pandit does not grieve. Shok, eh karta. Why do we grieve? Because of ignorance. And Asmita. What is that? Ego. What is ego? Meh. I. What kind of I are we talking about? I, the body. I, the mind. I, the expectations. I the person, I the thought, ego, ego, me, 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 me. Not the witness, me the Sharir, me the mind, me the thought. And then rag. this is, I think we all are a victim of this. Rag is attachment, Arjun is a victim of this. Attachment, mere dada, mere guru, mere bhai, mere bache, mere, 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 mere ghar, Oof. Just imagine, what is the difference between love and attachment? Attachment is where you love somebody because he is your child. This particular form, tomorrow in his next birth, if he is born like a cockroach, that same soul will be crushed by you. So, where is the attachment? Where is the love? There's no love. The attachment is to that form, to that person. Tomorrow, probably your father is born as a dog. You will kick that dog and not let him enter the house. Today, he's your father. You are attached to that form. Rag. Meera. What is Rag? Is, is also because of me. Me, the body, is attached to you, the body, because you have come from my body. Or we have a blood relation. Or you have done so much good for me. You have pampered my ego. You have stood up to my expectations. You have given me so much of happiness. So that is rag, positivity. Whatever positive is given to you, attachment. You think you know a lot of things have been done for you. The person speaks in a favorable manner towards you. That causes rag, and it is dangerous. And then dvesh, hatred. This is another form of attachment. Totally. Because we hate somebody. When we hate somebody, how much do we remember that person? All the time, we'll talk about the person we hate. We'll think about the person we hate. We'll bad about the person we hate. We hate, hate, hate. So hate is also a form of attachment. Sri Ravan and Kats, both of them hated Krishna and Ram. They always thought about Krishna and Ram. In the food, they would see Krishna. In uh, sleeping, they would think about Krishna. In waking hours, they will think about Krishna. Every time, Krishna, 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 Ram, Ram, Ram. Eventually, they went to Gokuldham. They went to Waikud. Because it was also an attachment. This is attachment. Rag is where people... Appeal to us, we get attached, or things that we like. Dvesh is attachment, but in the form of hatred. Both are very strong, and forgive me, I think Dvesh is a greater form of attachment than Rag. Both are undesir- desirable. And then is Abhidivesh. And we all suffer from Abhidivesh. What is Abhidivesh? Abhidavesh is the fear of death. We all fear death, isn't it? From the child to the old, death is like a taboo. Many people don't even want to tell children about it. Why? Because we think that we die. We don't die. We just change one body to another. So these vrittis and these panchiklesh cause the havoc cause that cause that pitiable nature that we all have and which Arjuna is suffering from too. Panchklesh just imagine. See, in the dark, a rope looks like a snake, right? And we might run away, or a shadow looks like a ghost, right? And suppose the sun rises, we'll not be scared anymore because we look at the rope and say it's not a snake, it's a rope. Because of the bright light, I can see the reality. And then, when we look at the tree, we would not be scared anymore, thinking that it's a ghost. Because we see the tree. All this agony is because these Panchklesh and our Vrittis are covering the truth. What is the truth? The truth is, I am Sachet Anand Svaroom. I am not this body. I am not this mind. I am an Atma. I am Ajar, Amar. I am beyond this pain and sorrow. I am beyond name, fame and money. I am beyond everything. I just am. I was before I took this body. I will remain after I took this body. After I leave this body, sorry. Nothing is going to change for me. I am in this body. I will be before I have been before this body. I will remain after this body. I am the eternal truth. And that is what Sri Krishna is trying to say, Arjuna, Give up this panchklesh. Get out of avidya. Leave your ego, Ashwita. Stop having raga and, and this fear of death. Of your dear and dear ones, which is making you so weak, should also be left. Leave this Chhod do Arjun. These are the ones which are causing you to get away from dharma. You have forgotten why you are standing on the battlefield. Don't indulge in incorrect knowledge, don't indulge in imaginations. Don't, Arjun. Stop it. Leave these vrittis also. Your vrittis, you are the controller of Idriyas, right? You are a controller of Nidra. You are so powerful. Why are you letting your vrittis go out now? You are always and you were always Antarmukh. Suddenly, you have let your vrittis dance on your head. You have suddenly let them go. Helter skelter. Bahir book. Stop. I will give you the correct knowledge, he says. Don't look. Vipraya Vikal batkaro, Nidra smriti Stop, Arjun. This is what Krishna is trying to do. In simple words, it is difficult, I know. It's not easy. The same knowledge, when we sit down in a corner and we think, okay, me and the people around me were there, are there, will always be there, right? Their soul will remain. But you know what causes the fear? The form will change, right? And we'll never know them as we have known them right now. Isn't it? Before, the form was different. I could have been a man, I could have been an animal. I could have had a different, I would have had a different family. This birth, I have a certain family. He is my son, he is my daughter, he is my husband, he is my parent, she is my mother, my friends, a form we get attached to the form. And that causes sorrow. We know somewhere that after we part, after death parts us, we will never be able to meet the same form again. Even if we are able to meet that Atman, that soul, he will be in a different form. The relation will be different. The dynamics will be different. The situation will be different. I would not even know. For a mother, probably her daughter would not be her daughter anymore. Her son would not be her son anymore. Her dear husband would be somebody else's probably. And that causes a lot of Agony. That causes denial, that causes fear of death. Because the status. the current state will change. The current relation, the current situation will change. And that's painful. And to go away from this pain, to get rid of this pain, what should one do? Develop Vairagya. Practice, practice, practice. Remind, remind, remind. Tell yourself, I am not the body. I am not the mind. I am not. I am the soul. He is not the body. He is not the mind. He is not. The thought. He is a soul. My son, that is, there is a, there is a very beautiful verse in Sanskrit where he says. My son is dear to me because he is my son. My wife is dear to me because she is my wife. My mother is dear to me because she is my mother. Had these people been somebody else's and not mine, they would not have been so dear to me. Right? Suppose the same individual, the same personality is not your son but somebody else's son. Will you love him as much? No. So, are you loving that form? No. You are loving that relationship. You are loving that I, mine. So, what is the cause of all our agony? What is the cause of Arjun's agony? Mera. What is Maya as we discussed? Be arumo rate Maya. Maya is me and mine, you and yours. What hurts is mine. If the same injury would happen to somebody who is not related to this body, we would not whine, we would not weep. But because it is happening to our child, we are going crazy. We have lost all wits. We are at the verge of depression. Why? Kya pata? The person you hate today was your best friend. The person you Do not want to go close to could have been your son in the previous birth. The ant that you just killed could have been your daughter in the previous birth. The dog that you shooed away could have been your father in the previous birth. And with this thought in your mind, try to internalize the dynamics. See, this is Sankhya Yoga, right? It is giving us the true knowledge. Krishna is not mellowing down anything. He is telling us the truth as it is. He is not in the business of making me like or dislike anything. He is just telling us, Ye hai, sahi hai. lage, to bhi ye hi hai. Tummei bura lage, to bhi ye hai to baado to tum na baado to whether you agree or not this is the reality And the sooner we internalize it the better it is going to be Jago, 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 nidra se jaago kab tak tarte rahoge kab tak rote rahoge are bhai kab tak sote rahoge kab tak khoe rahoge Krishna Uthara Uto Uto Get up Awaken Awaken Sri Krishna go with the Hari Burhari Hedatha Dada Yad Deva Shri Krishna go with the Hari Burari He Shri Krishna go with the Hari Burari He Vasu Deva He Narayana Vasudeva. Hedat Narayana Vasudeva. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate. Vāsudevāyā, Vāsudevāyā, Vāsudevāyā. Wasu de wire, Wasu de wire. Rab a badaki. Rab badaki. राब लक्ष्मन जा देखी अब जय बोलो हनुबाद की जय बोलो हनुबाद की जय बोलो हनुबाद की